0: Today is uh, a little different. We're going to have an interactive sermon, so I'm going to interrupt your nap, so I'll apologize in advance. Uh, you, uh, you're going to have to work with me here so and with each other. On your chairs, you should see Bibles, and uh, they're there for a reason. So feel free to use those, or you can use your cell phone, or whatever device you have if you want to look up different versions. But we're going to be discussing Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. So at this time, I would like for you to get up and move around (laughs) and uh, get in groups of three to four adults plus children. Um, Definitely no groups less than three and probably no more than six. So if you'll take a few minutes and kind of regroup um, with your Bibles We'll uh, start the interactive learning. (laughs) Okay, you guys are pretty organized. I'm impressed. I thought it was going to take longer, but uh, these Methodists, I mean Presbyterians, uh, are really pretty good. Okay, before we begin, let us pray. Oh God, a trustworthy teacher of truth. By your Spirit, reveal your will for us in the reading of your word. Stir in our hearts and minds and strengthen us to respond in faithfulness. Amen. So if you will turn to Luke chapter 10, um, verses 38-42, to 42, hear the words of the Lord. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, which will not be taken away from her. Can you relate? <laughs> so just to put it in context a little bit, Martha and Mary are sisters of Lazarus. I think we all remember who that is for the children. Lazarus is one of the people that Jesus raised from the dead. Um, but Lazarus is not a part of this story, just his his sisters. It's interesting and important that Mary and Martha are named outside of their relationship with any male counterpart, because at this point in history, it was a very patriarchal society. Women were pretty much dismissed. They were there to be seen, do the work, and, and not heard. And so it's really interesting to note that it says the meeting takes place in her home, her referring to Martha and not Lazarus. So, so that was kind of interesting. I think that, you know, that displays female leadership during the ministry of Jesus, which was a new concept to this society at this time. So this leads us to our first discussion question. Spend uh, three or four minutes or so and um, pick someone to kind of maybe share with us what you come up with. So the first question is, what is the church's role in listening to and lifting up female membership? So take a few minutes and discuss what you think that and hopefully oh and we have it on the up on the screen also. So what is the church's role in listening to and lifting up female leadership? Okay. Sounds like we had some good conversation. Uh, So anybody like to share what your group came up with? Okay, don't get shy on me. Okay, thank you, Katie. Okay, women? Oh, yeah, great. Thank you.
1: Um, So women just as much deserve a voice in the church. We do the work often, so we have ideas that deserve to be shared. And I think we talked about how it's really important to see yourself reflected in the church. That tells us we have a place where we belong um, and that we can have an active role in shaping sitting in the
0: seats. Very good. Thank you. Anybody else like to share? Oh, somebody in the back here. mic. Uh, yes, you do. So the people at home can hear you. Oh, so the people on TV. Yeah. Hi, y'all. <laughs> it's
1: better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission from your higher. Just do what you're doing and what you to do.
0: You're not about to drag me into that one. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Um, I think
1: we came up with we think. you on? I'm on. Okay. Thank, you, thank you. In thank general, you know, we want the best leadership for the role at all. And the Catholic Church had none as their priests and stuff like that. But still, they really we could take some lessons maybe from them.
0: That's great. Yeah, so they can act as role models, so everybody's included. Anybody else?
1: He wants Actually, Pastor said,
0: "Men stepping down." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear
1: men stepping down? But actually, we were talking about um, just accepting it. And we even had this week, and um, we have women elders in the church, and we were talking about and realizing in Bible times, Jesus the women in leadership roles. And in the Old Testament, Esther, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Esther, speaking out and you know, um, taking cohorting.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. Good point. Anyone else?
1: Um, I want to share a point, not that, not one that I made, but one Allison made, which was great. Which is the idea that we're still astounded in this day and age. There are still um, members who who belong to Christianity but in different faith cultures that still don't allow women to leave, They don't allow women to be ordained, and all they're doing is just teaching the children. And you know, it's 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 set up in a you know patriarchal sense. But Allison made the great point of you know I think in a lot of those those um, traditions. They look at the Bible as this fixed thing, as, as, as this tradition that is not supposed to support growth. And that is so different from, I think, our approach here at WPC.
0: Which is Westminster Presbyterian Church. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, I've got another question here for you, and then I'm going to have a question just for the children, so pay attention, children. This is for everybody, though. Um, What is Martha's assumption in verse 40 about Mary's Mary's behavior or lack thereof? Take a couple minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, what do you think is the assumption here? Anybody? What's the assumption about Mary's behavior? Did I stump you? No. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, her assumption is that she's lazy, not doing her part, not throwing in. Um, We were just talking, I feel like, as a group, myself in particular, very much, 99% of the time, I'm a Martha, um, and relate to that. So this is a little bit of a reminder to be a little bit more present for
0: the moment. Okay. Anything else? Give you a hint. When she was going, she went to Jesus and made her request. What's she assuming Jesus is whose side he's going to take?
1: I think also she's assuming that the work is in the details. It's in the showmanship. It's in the things that you can see, not necessarily
0: maybe. Anybody have anything else? I think this is a good lesson for us and I, I know one for me um anyway is that so often we become involved in the mechanics of something that we really lose the meaning of what it's all about can anybody else relate to that you know some of us are just a little detail oriented and as Aunt Jennifer was saying you know you got to clean the house and make sure the food is just right, it's made right and set out right and looks good and and all of that stuff. And really, is that the important part, or is the important part getting together, celebrating somebody's birthday or, or whatever it is? No
1: <laughs> In both Charlie, Charlie Brown Christmas and the best Christmas pageant ever... <clears throat> The ultimate realization at the end of each story is that it's not the pageant itself. It's the story behind it that's important.
0: Exactly. Now, for all the children, I promised you a question. So what is Martha doing? What, is, what does it say she's doing here? She's busy, but what's she doing? Hmm. Hmm. No answers? Okay, I admit I'm being a little mean here. We don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't say what she's doing. Do you think there's a reason for that, people? It just says she's busy doing things, but we we don't know what those things are. Do you think there's a reason that's not spelled out what she's doing? Distracted with much serving. So is that... Literal, just serving people or serving in the bigger sense of doing things so that everything turns out right. Sorry, English major.
1: <laughs> yeah. but if you coffee for you.
0: Making coffee for Jesus? Okay. Is it Arabica or no? Um. Okay, we, we really don't know, and I think that's on purpose because it really doesn't matter. You know, she's busy taking care of those details instead of listening to Jesus. What do you think is more important? As Jennifer pointed out, he hasn't been around long and he's not going to be around long. You know, the old adage, make hay while the sun shines. Listen and take advantage of uh, listening to Jesus. You can clean house anytime. Okay, so bringing that down to a personal level, take the next few minutes... Uh, working as a group, and come up with as many activities as you can that um, you can think of that, that are a hindrance to us seeking God. What are some hindrances to us seeking God? Okay, we've already got one cleaning house. <laughs> does anybody want to share okay we have a volunteer (laughs) it's on (laughs)
1: To stand up. <laughs> One of the things that we said was just being present, you know, and even if we're here or, or wherever we are in life, sometimes we're not focusing on what we should do and we mm-hmm. have maybe in our head to do um, and, and not being present. Um, also, just time, you know, how we prioritize our time and make our priorities and making time for for God and and our our church family um also thinking about like church itself is on the weekend and again all these things come together as far as priorities and Mm -hmm. and god shouldn't just be on the weekend but we have other things because our work day is often monday through friday and but i'm glad we're here today
0: (laughs) we're all glad you're here today anybody else like to share
1: Okay, my, my trusty teammates. and um, Both of them talked a lot about TV, and then television is extremely distracting. And then there are also moments when one is allowed to watch TV and the other isn't, and they're distracted by the one that can watch TV. Very <laughs> um, and then also we all talked about worry. When we are overwhelmed with worry, we feel really hopeless and distracted and we kind of spiral, and that forces it
0: even all. Great. Thank you. Okay, one last question for you. We're going to go the other way. So we talked about what's going to be a hindrance. So at this time, um, list activities that can put you at the feet of Christ. So, what, you know, for example, prayer. So what are some things that really bring you closer to God? Somebody has said music. Humphrey said amen to that. <laughs> Helping others. And we do a lot of that here at WPC. I think.
1: Pardon?
0: Coming to the table, communion? Mm-hmm. The outdoors, yeah, just enjoying nature and uh, looking at everything, going on a walk or a hike or whatever, enjoying nature. Anything else? Mission trips. Staying healthy. Staying healthy. We are a temple. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Appreciate that. So the, the final... Task Here is for you to choose one or if you're an overachiever you can do more but at least one activity that you personally will commit to this week that will intentionally put you at the feet of Christ Um, and to help you remember because you're like me I have a lot going on and I forget things there are index cards there and pens so write it down what you are going to commit to to bring you closer to Christ during this week coming up. And I want you to take that home and tape it up on the bathroom mirror or somewhere you'll see it every morning and make sure that you do it. And I'm going to check in with each one of you. (laughs) So take a minute and write that down. That's your homework assignment for this week. The one thing you can do Okay, let us pray. Almighty God, while we are often looking for you in the activity and in the miraculous, you often seek us in the quiet and still places. Good shepherd of our souls, guide us into green pastures that provide the needed rest and nurture. Heal us from our obsession with efficiency and productivity, that we might be available to be used by you for the building of your kingdom. Amen.